Welcome to All Steelers Talk, your home for everything Pittsburgh Steelers, presented by AllSteelers.com. What is up, Steelers Nation? Thank you so much for jumping on to another episode of All Steelers Talk Live from UPMC Rooney Sports Complex here in the South Side. I'm Noah Strackbein, joined by my main man, Stephen Thompson. Find us on YouTube.com slash All Steelers Talk or anywhere you get your podcasts. And today we're talking about... Uh, Possibly the only topic of conversation any Steelers fan wants to know about this week. Kenny Pickett in the concussion protocol. Will he play? Will he not play? And if he doesn't play, who's going to play quarterback for the Steelers against the Carolina Panthers? It is freezing cold outside. I'm trying to look for a window. I can't. That's why it's so dark in here. So uh, how you feel, my friend? Feeling good. I got a window right next to me. It is very gloomy. Gray. I feel like it's been oh. gray for the past, like... Oh, no, it was nice yesterday. Still, I feel like we're entering the season of Pittsburgh weather where it's it's just dark 24-7. All the time. Never gets never gets light outside, ever. You, like, go to the grocery store after work. You get out of the grocery store, and you're like, oh, it's already midnight. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's my favorite time of the year. Um, <laughs> if Christmas didn't – I think that's why they uh, just added Christmas here, you know? Like – I, you know, you could believe whatever you want to believe about Christmas, but I'm pretty positive they just smacked it right in the worst time of the year to give people yeah, a little holiday to, spirit. To pick us all up. Yeah. 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 We're doing bad. Uh, just to answer, answer Anthony's question as we get rocking here, do you always carry a microphone with you every second of the day? I have one in both of my cars and in my backpack at all times because you never know when you got a rock a pot. Plus, me and Steven, we were doing this throughout training camp every single day. And uh, these little these little guys, they come in handy. They definitely they come in handy. Hopefully, I, I sound uh, I sound well. But let's dive into it. Kenny Pickett, he's outside right now throwing footballs, possibly. Um, Mike Tomlin left the door open for him to play. Said, you know, if he is cleared, he will start. The Pittsburgh Steelers are not going to rule anything out. They're going to take everything day by day. I believe the concussion protocol is he has to practice twice within this week before he's cleared on top of a couple of other tests that he would have to clear to clear the protocol. I mean, for starters, did you even expect Mike Tomlin to leave that door open and how open do you actually think it is? Yeah, I did expect him to leave it open. Um, I never, honestly, I, I still kind of expect Kenny to play. Um, you know, I, cause I think, I, I don't know if I, I, I know two concussions is a lot. I know two concussions is not something to play around with, but I, I don't know. I just get this gut feeling that that they're really that that Kenny's going to be fine. Um, I don't. The hit itself was hard. I don't think, but I don't think like the contact to his head was was like particularly vicious or anything. Um, I don't know. I, I no. we're we're kind of speculating a little bit from the outside, but like it doesn't. I, I if you made me put some money on it right now i would I'd wager that that kenny ends up playing um playing on sunday um I, I also think that his preparation isn't particularly involved on the physical side like they won't like they'll get his two practices they have to get those two practices in in order to get him cleared but i don't think those are like the physical work is going to be as big a deal for him at this point as opposed to kind of the mental reps and that kind of preparation for for this next game that they're playing against Carolina. 
yeah, do you see Kenny as like that guy? Like, do you see him already as I get he's the quarterback, so I guess that weighs differently, but you know, the Steelers forever have been you have to practice at least once in order to play. He'd have to practice at least twice fully. So I guess he would clear that threshold. But I agree with you. You go back to this this hit and immediately, you know, like I start writing the article, I see him get up real slow, and I'm like, oh, what's gonna go on? Like, you know, gotta have everything prepped and ready to go. And my first thought is it's an elbow injury. Like the dude went down so hard on his elbow. That had to be it. It, There was really no head contact. And then to say that it was a concussion. But like you said, two concussions in eight weeks is a lot of concussions. Definitely something that I think you just overall. Mike Tomlin has a lot of stories, whether it's Ryan Clark playing in Denver or whatever, where he puts. Could you guys hear the train going by? Perfect timing (laughs) for the podcast. Uh, where he puts players' health ahead of anything, where he's like, okay, at some point I kind of got to be a dad here. He, those were his exact words on the pivot, and I think that's a little bit of what the situation is here. Like He understands the two concussions in eight weeks is tough. He's also not a medical doctor, but I think that if Bradley, if Tom Bradley, the team doctor, comes in and says, hey, look at Mike, like he, he, he could play. Do I recommend him playing? Probably not but he could play. I think Tomlin's going to take that and say, okay, look, we're going to sit you down and we're not going to test anything this week. But at the same time, you know, it's a football player. And at the end of the day, a football player is going to go out there and say, no, I'm fine. I'm going to play. It's no big deal. I'm going to, I'm going to be fine. And you like, you know, like, you know that if you're a team doctor, you're not sitting there going, nope, nope, nope. My rule is higher than yours. Like, no, they're going to listen. This is football. They understand that injuries happen Mm -hmm. every single time. Um, I will say, you know, I don't expect Kenny to have a full day's practice today, maybe tomorrow, possibly, you know, possibly Friday as well. Um, I think that he could get away with Friday and Saturday. I'm almost positive that could be how that works. Um, I don't know. Like I, it, it's all the same conversation. God. Yeah. Well, and I was just as like, I, this is, this happened to me. Like when I was in, when I was in high school, obviously a complete a different level of, of injury and stuff like that. But I, I <laughs> got two concussions, concussion like in, story. Well, no, just in pretty close succession. And I, by the time I felt like I was ready to come back a lot sooner than, uh, than I actually was. Um, like I was taking those, those baseline tests all, you know, for a couple of weeks and I didn't feel any symptoms. I didn't feel tired or bogged down. I didn't have headaches or anything like that. But um, when I took those kind of concussion tests, my results were awful. Um, and so like the, the trainer at my high school could see that, but I couldn't feel it or see it or understand that. And I, so, so, you know, just Kenny can say all he wants, you know, I feel fine. I feel fine. But those tests are really going to determine like how he actually is. And that's, you know, that's something that Kenny won't be able to tell, but his trainers and doctors will be able to. Yeah. And I think that like, you know, one of the signs is you have to have no symptoms for, I think 48 hours. You can't have symptoms for 48 hours in order to clear the concussion protocol. And I don't know what his symptoms were, but they were obviously there. Like, you know, they didn't yank him because he just looked like he had a bad hit. Like they were very clear as day. Like he came out the second time and started showing symptoms. And that's when they decided to pull him. So he does have to go 48 hours without, without symptoms in order to play. He's got to practice twice. If you're the Pittsburgh Steelers now, how do you approach this week? Do you just approach it normally? Like Tomlin, that's the other half of this whole story is Tomlin said, oh, we'll test out both quarterbacks if Kenny's unable to go. But if Kenny plays or if Kenny's cleared, Kenny's Kenny's starting a quarterback. 
how do you handle that situation? How do you how do you toss out a Mason Rudolph out there for half of practice and say, hey, you have done nothing all season long, but we're going to see if you could actually play. Mitch, you have reps, but we also have to test you as well to see if you're better than Mason. And then also, Kenny, you have to work your way back from concussion protocol. We want you to take first team reps, obviously, but we're not certain if you're going to play or not, and we probably won't be certain until Saturday morning. How do you approach that that practice week? Well, yeah, I, I don't know. Quite honestly, it like seems a little ridiculous to entertain this. This like Mason is a two A. Like I think that was the exact oh, that yeah. was the phrase. Like I think that's that a little was... ridiculous. Um, look, if you Agreed. in in this situation, you can't have two guys competing for what amounts to half a spot. Like this is, it's you you cannot enter. You cannot have one quarterback. Con- you can't, you have, they have Mitch Trubisky in two different quarterback controversies involved in two different, like <laughs> there's two different levels to this where like Kenny could very play. True. Or, and, that, but like, I don't know, like you said, this like Mitch or yeah, no Mason. Sorry. 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 I'm getting these M names confused, but Mitch or uh, Mason having not done anything to like, to even float the idea that he could possibly be ready for, for a start this week is a little ridiculous, especially when he's splitting reps, like you said. So I think the first step is just to like, cut that out. Like, why are we like, is anyone convinced by, by that? Like, is anyone? No. Yeah. I, I, I don't no. see that. Happening I think it's, at all. it looks terrible. Could you imagine if right. Mason goes out there, Mason, send Mason out there as the starter. And, and I'm not going to say like Mason doesn't deserve an opportunity. I think, we came on here on Monday, and I, I think Mason has been yanked around by the Steelers in all sorts of ways. I think he's been disrespected time and time again. I saw somebody compare him to the dude that you just drunk text, and I and I get it. Like you know, like it's that's what it kind of feels like. It feels like every time the Steelers like have like a glimpse of hope for Mason, they'll toss it out there, but like not really. You know, like oh, we'll leave the door open for Mason. He's two B. Well. You know, twenty four hours before Mike Tomlin said that, Mason was like, "Yeah, I had to bargain with." Mitch Trubisky and Kenny Pickett to get a snap during the bye week. One practice, he had to bargain with those two to actually get a snap. That's not two. That's not two B. That's three. That's like a hard, hard three. So I agree with you. Like, how do you send somebody out there? And on top of that, it makes the Mitch decision look even worse. Like, if you're Mike Tomlin, the NFL is a business, okay? And part of business is looking good about how you handle business. If the Steelers send Mitch out there or send Mason out there and say, Mitch was a bad decision, you just spent $7 million on a guy that was supposed to be your starting quarterback and finished the season as your third string quarterback. I mean, that looks awful on Mike Tomlin's part. That looks awful on Omar Khan's part. And they know that, and they're trying to save face a little bit. So you might as well send Mitch out there and just just say, okay, this is how we're going to handle it. And I agree with you. That's how you approach the practice week. You go into the practice week and say, Mitch is going to take the ones. Kenny's going to get his rep. Mason's not going to do anything at all. And then if a wide receiver has to adjust, they're going to adjust to two guys they've actually thrown to and played with instead of this third guy that they haven't done anything with all season long. That's right. how you handle I- it. I think that last point is the biggest is a big part too. like the continuity component. Like you, you have to kind of change what you do when Mason Rudolph is in there. Um, You, you don't really, when Mitch is in there, they're different level of talent and kind of quality of play, but like Mitch and Kenny are pretty similar styles of player. Um, And I think you can get away with that better than you can with, with Mason in there. 
Yeah, and the continuity. Like, they've already played games with both of right. these guys. Why would you toss a third quarterback out there? When you're fighting for a playoff spot, like the Steelers are still very much alive here. They believe that they have an opportunity. You know, that opportunity, as we went over on Monday, is very, very low. But you can't, you can't walk out and say, all right, well, we're going to start our third quarterback this season and we're going to try to make the playoffs in Carolina on the road. Like that doesn't make any sense. Like Mm -hmm. just keep Mitch out there. Let him rock. Like he's going back to Carolina where he played college football. He's already started what four or five games for these guys. He's won a couple of games, you know, Mm -hmm. three, three interceptions is fine. But just like we said, you send Mitch out there and you just say, don't turn the ball over. Let Najee Harris run the football all you want. Don't turn the ball over. Go win a football game. Yeah. Easy, and someone, easy enough. Yeah. Someone kind of alluded to this in the comments, but sort of doesn't like matter who start. If like Kenny's not there, no, kind of doesn't like it, this whole, this whole season has been about Kenny's development. Like I'd argue even before Mitch, like even before he actually became the starter, like it was about Kenny's development. And if he's not in there, um, it's not, like, in the grand scheme of things, it does not matter who you start. No, it really doesn't. You're either you're looking for whoever it is, unless it's Kenny. If it's Kenny, then Kenny's supposed to win you football games. But and, and like, but like not like really win you football games. Like Kenny's just not supposed. Kenny's supposed to do more than the other two. But if it's mm-hmm. Mitch, just don't lose. That's all you got. to Just don't lose. If you lose the football mm-hmm. game, then you did something wrong. You got to get through one week. Kenny will be back next week, especially if he's practicing this week. You're not going to be like, oh, Kenny's out two weeks with a concussion. No, he'll be back next week. Mason's the same way. Like, no matter how you throw a quarterback out there this week, the goal is don't turn the ball over. Just don't lose us the game. We'll try every other way to win it as long as you don't lose it. That's what the Pittsburgh Steelers will tell whoever suits up at quarterback. All right, let's talk defensive side of the ball. There was... Moves that were made. I think another move's coming that people don't want to hear about. But first, we got a word from our boys over at Manscaped. It's never too early to play holiday music, and it's never too early to start thinking about gifts. Whether it's for a friend or the friend in your pants, you can make this a season to be jolly with Manscaped. Do your drummer boy a favor and use the Lawnmower 4.0 to avoid another silent night in the bedroom. Then, Add in Manscaped's top-of-the-line shower products to have the people thinking, all I want for Christmas is you. Santa cares about a sack, and so should you. Look nice when you get naughty by going to manscaped.com and using our code STEALERS20 for free shipping and 20% off. I just realized that I'm in the Steelers stadium actually reading this out loud. Shout out, Manscaped. The Manscaped Platinum Package 4.0 is the one-stop shop for the man who deserves it all. It has everything needed to help you deck the halls from face to balls just in time for mistletoe season. The Platinum Package has each product from the best-selling performance package, plus ultra-premium body wash, ultra-premium 2-in-1 shampoo and conditioner, and ultra-premium deodorant. It's the best way to smell fresh from your Santa hat to your candy cane. The Lawnmower 4.0 Body Trimmer and the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer feature proprietary advanced skin-safe technology to protect your delicate presence. Plus, both are waterproof, so there's no issue clearing the snow out of your driveway. There's also a 4000K light on it, so you can light the way just like Rudolph. Now that you've groomed your candy cane, it's time to make sure you don't smell like a reindeer with the Platinum Package's shower products. All of Manscaped shower gear is sulfate-free, vegan, and made to have your skin feeling hydrated and smelling fresh. 
but smelling good doesn't stop in the shower. The Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner Spray can solve stank problems all day long. Once they touch your sack, you'll never go back. The Platinum Package 4.0 sitting under the tree is guaranteed to put anyone in the holiday spirit. And for the perfect stocking stuffer, add in the brand new body buffer, an incredible body scrubber that makes exfoliating easy and a lot cleaner than that old loofah. Get 20% off and free shipping with our code STEALERS20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and just use our code STEALERS20. Manscaped, get your jingle balls ready for the holidays. Yeah, I might hear about that one, but that's okay. It's okay. That's what we do. We take risks here at All Steelers Talk. Been doing it our whole lives. It is what it is. Um, Just checking the comments real quick. All right, let's talk defense. So the Steelers added two names. One confirmed Jonathan Marshall off the Jets practice squad. As of today, talked to him a little bit earlier. He says he's pretty much a true nose tackle, never played anywhere else. He's out of Arkansas. Uh, 2021 draft pick. Um, I don't remember how many games. He's played a couple of games for the Jets last season. I think he played four for them this season. Hasn't really done anything. Played like a total of like seven snaps or something. Um, but a big body in the middle. And I think that's one we talked about that a couple of times. The Steelers defensive line. I mean, that 44-yard run by J.K. Dobbins, you go back and look look at it. Cam Hayward's lined up in the nose, and that's just not where Cam Hayward plays. So there's just no need to do that now that you have a bigger body you needed more big bodies with Tyson Alualu really not doing anything this season the other one Ola Adenini who has not come back I was in the locker room this morning he's not there yet but Adam Schefter and Drew Rosenhaus both say that he they expect him to sign or he is signing with the Steelers he was just released by the Titans he was here 2019 2020 I remember the the Ola Adenini preseason hero days out of uh Toledo outside linebacker people a lot of people expected him to be the third guy never really panned out the way that they wanted it to he's back after a you know decently successful for an undrafted guy career in Tennessee here's where uh things get interesting I have a theory people don't like this theory I put it out on YouTube today am I to go my thoughts moving forward are this. I think that the Pittsburgh Steelers are on the verge of shutting down TJ Watt for the rest of the season. And I don't think that's going to happen today. I don't think it's going to happen this week. I think they're going to play him on Sunday. I think if they lose on Sunday or if their playoff chances are eliminated, which I don't know how that works out, but right now they have a 0.2% chance of making the playoffs. If that drops to zero and they are disqualified officially after this weekend, There's no point in keeping TJ around with an injured rib, an injured peck, an injured million other things that are going wrong with this guy this season. And I think Ola is their excuse to say, okay, TJ's TJ's pretty much done for the rest of the year. I mean, maybe I sound crazy, but it makes some sense to me, and I think that they're on the verge of doing it. Yeah, I I listened to that. Um, I listened to your your show from, was it this morning? Yeah, yeah, I dropped it this morning. Yeah, I listened to it. Um, It was... I makes a lot of sense. Um, it's it's kind of hard to argue against it. Um, you know, it feels a little silly when you put those two names next to each other or those three names, I guess. Um, like replacing T.J. Watt with with um, Olad and Ola. Oh yeah, Olad and Needy. Yeah, that's like <laughs> that's pretty funny. Um, but just but yeah, it, it makes a lot of sense. I don't know what the what the real benefit of keeping T.J. around. Um for the rest of this year is I 
I don't know. I, I feel like if it was something that they wanted to do, they would have they would do it this week. Um, yeah, I don't know. If, I would have to assume TJ's fighting it. He's just that kind of person. Um, but that that makes all the sense in the world to me. I I I, I buy it. Um, yeah, I just I I think it also kind of coincides with the fact that they're starting to use Demarvin Leal more. Um, <laughs> maybe see start to see some more yeah. Mark Robinson and stuff like that. Um, I think those will be the real those will be the real signs that that it's actually happening when you see those guys start to step up more and more and more. That's what that's what will really trigger it to me. Yeah. I think. And I think that's like the, the they work off of each other. Like I, I expected Leal to take on a bigger role on the outside last week. That happened. I expect him to take on an even bigger role on the outside this week. And then it gives it an opportunity. TJ is going to play. I think TJ plays this weekend. I, I have a very hard time saying they're going to shut him down right now without like any real need to do so. But I think that after this game, if you're out of the playoffs, and I think that plays a big role, you're still in the playoffs somehow. And those odds increase. And then suddenly you find yourself at eight and eight and you're like, Oh, all right, look at this. Like, you know, this could actually happen you're keeping TJ Watt and he's probably going to kill you if you tell him otherwise. But if you're eliminated from the playoffs after this weekend, and, and that's a negative if, but it's a very realistic one right now, then you got to look at it and say, this goes both ways. You, you protect TJ for the future. You allow him to get healthy. And right now he's very unhealthy and you don't want to take any, any risk on long-term injury. You know what I mean? He's already dealing with a pectoral injury and that's good. That's definitely needs a little bit more time than the time that he had to recover from it. He's got a knee issue that he's working on. He's got a rib issue. That's making him sick here at practice. Like, you know, he's been very open that he is in a lot of pain. Let him recover, let him rest. And then next season you have a very healthy TJ Watt. On top of that, you allow your rookie DeMarvin Leal to actually play on the outside, which is crucially important for the future of the Pittsburgh Steelers because over the offseason, you have to make a decision on whether or not you're going to keep Alex Highsmith around long term or let him go make a ton of money in free agency. And your back, your backup option right now and your future option if he doesn't stick around is DeMarvin Leal. So you might as well see if he could actually play on the outside and how far he's come in his rookie year. And then boom, you know, you, I, I think it fills two shoes with this one and makes a lot of sense. And like you said, I think TJ is going to fight it, but I think that, you know, Tuesday after Tomlin speaks, we could see TJ walk it and shut down for the remainder of the season, especially if Ola comes. But, uh, but again, Ola's got to show up here because it's, it's one thirty practices ending in a half hour. I haven't seen Ola here yet. So mm-hmm. I don't know what his agent's saying, but yeah. That contract is not finalized. I can tell you that. I do have one question about all. So you do this for TJ. Why would you not do it for like TJ isn't the only guy who's been banged up this year. Why would you not do yeah. it for a guy like Cam Hayward? Um, trying to think of who else. I mean, like Minka's been banged up this year. Like why, why not go full like tank mode? Quite honestly, like, let's be real about what that is. That's like, you know why? Why not just kind of fully engage this and and rest everyone for, and 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 then also like see what you have for next year, see what you have, and see what you need in a little bit more of a real sense. So I think that that like if you take out everybody that looks really bad, you got too long of a season left. I think TJ is the only one that it really makes like a ton of sense for because of how banged up he actually is. Like Mink has been banged up, but he seems pretty fine right now. Cam Hayward 
seems pretty all right right now. Like TJ's like noticeably in pain all the time. If he if he's open about how much pain he's in, like he came back from the pec injury and he was like, yeah, I'm pretty much 100%. And you're like, there's no way you're 100% after nine weeks of a torn pec. That doesn't happen. But this one, he's like, yeah, man, I'm 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 in a lot of pain. You know, like it's it's killing me. We're week to week, but I'm going to play through it. You know, and that's a totally different outlook, I think, on this injury where to the point where, you know, like the dude is just taking a lot right now. And you saw it on Sunday, like he was he was out there 50 percent. The fact that he got a sack is crazy to me because it was a good sack and it was hard work on his, his part. But the dude, like just every play was like barely moving, couldn't make a second move. You know, he couldn't run anybody down. And I just think that the rest of them, they're yeah, bumps and bruises as Mike Tomlin says associated with play, but TJ's I think is significant enough where, you know, like that could turn into another significant injury. And then you're like, oh, all right, now he's got ribs and a peck and a knee to deal with over the off season. That's just a lot to overcome. You know what I mean? And plus like that, I think that's the line. Anything else? Like I think Najee would be the second guy that you shut down there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, Najee would kill somebody. I think TJ had put a fight. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if TJ like puts a chair through the window or something. You know what I mean? Like, not mm-hmm. happening. Um, like when he signed the contract, you weren't in Pittsburgh for that, but he uh, reportedly like slammed the door, busted into Art Rooney's office, and slapped his contract down. And he's like, "We're doing it. Just give me the money. I don't <laughs> care what it is." Mm-hmm. And then, boom, they got a contract done. Um, but I would say Najee's probably the second guy that would make sense on that list. But I think after after TJ, like. You know, you don't want to go into tank mode. It looks really bad. Mike Tomlin would get so much hate for that. Fans would lose their mind. Yeah, but like, has he has he cared about like? He, I mean, he, Mike Tomlin caring about like, on the hate, he, Yeah, but like, I don't know. He's gotten hate for a lot of things. Like, there are a lot of things that people were calling for him to do that he hasn't done. Like, I don't think. I I don't know. Like that. I don't think criticism outside noise. I, I take him at his word when he says like, he does not listen at all. I do not think he cares. Um, That's what makes me like, I don't know. I, in some ways I think it's like a smart move. Um, I, I don't think it's like, I, I, I guess Just shut these guys down. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's the worst idea in the world. Like you're not, yeah, you're giving up on this season a little bit, but you're, you're five and eight. I don't know what to tell you. Like, this is the situation you're yeah. in. You have a 0.2% chance of making the playoffs. Like if you want to take that and run with it, yeah, fine, go ahead. But it, you can't change what you see on the field. Um, I think everyone kind of knows the, the position they're in. Um, I, I yeah. I'd still think, you know, he's not going to tank though for two Tomlin is like, I agree with you on that one that he, I, you know, he doesn't care, but at the same time, like I also know Tomlin's a dude that like, if there's a 0.2% chance in his head, they're making the fucking, ooh, excuse my language. They're making the playoffs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like uh-huh. <laughs> that was the first time I cursed on this entire podcast, three years. Um, They're making the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like if Tomlin, if there's a chance, Tomlin's keeping it alive. We're, like at least in his head, does it make sense? No, but yeah. you know, like it goes both ways. The dude's just an extremist. We're like, as in like your argument, I could see if they get eliminated from the playoffs and then it's like a slow progression where it's like, yeah. all right, Jalen, Jalen Warren's playing a lot more. And, mm-hmm. you know, DeMonte KZ is playing a lot more. Trey Norwood's playing a lot more. Isaiah Loudermilk's playing a lot more. You know what I mean? Where you're seeing these guys and you're seeing less of 
Yeah. Najee, so less did. of those guys. It's like four games is too early. Like four yeah, games I think seem four like a whole lot. But like three is not. Two is no, like... I, I don't I don't think two is, but I think that TJ is on the verge of being like on IR, completely gone. You know what I mean? Like no chance, no practice, no nothing. Whereas in these other guys, I could see, you know, just like minimal reps. Like if you got Najee and you're about to play in the playoffs of fantasy football, you might get through this week. But if they lose this week, it sucks for you because <laughs> chances are he's not going to do a lot for you for the remainder of the year. You know, and like same with the rest of those guys. Like I could definitely see them testing out a lot of these pieces. But I think that TJ is like yep. got a chance of just like gone. Like guy are get him out of here. You know what I mean? Go rehab. Don't do anything yeah. crazy. But I think I think they're also like young enough where even benching some of those key guys like Najee or TJ or even Cam, like you got you got Jalen Warren in there who's done just fine. You'll still you'll still feel compelled yep. to put Fryermuth and Pickens and even Deontay yep. like out there. You know, like there still would be enough talent where I think you could put on that air of competitiveness while still kind of looking towards the future too, I think. It's a theory. Oh yeah. And if you lose to Carolina, there's no there's no winning season. So like at that point, like what are you fighting for? Nothing. Right. But <laughs> if you win in Carolina and you're still mathematically eliminated from the playoffs after this weekend, you know, you look at it just like, okay, like, you know, just like you said, like you could put on that facade. You could you could still try to win football games, which they should. They should always try to win a football game, but you could do it without risking, you know, while also seeing what your team has to offer outside of the starters. I agree with you there. I definitely yeah. agree with you there. And I think we could see that, you know, which would help us because in the long run, it, it allows us to talk about more people and gives the Steelers a better draft pick. And I think both of them are very needed for the Pittsburgh Steelers as we move forward. All right, we're heading out of here. I got to go uh, talk to these people about everything we just talked about and hopefully I have some updates on Kenny Pickett. Thank you guys for joining to another episode of All Steelers Talk. Find us on youtube.com slash All Steelers Talk or anywhere you all of mine and Steven on allsteelers.com and check back on this YouTube channel in about 45 minutes and uh, you guys should see a pretty good update on Kenny Pickett that you'll want to see. So appreciate you guys. Enjoy the rest of your day.